Hey guys, my name is Alex, and you're listening to the Thousand Movie Project Podcast. Listening more specifically to yet another installment in my April Diary. I went to the bins on Thursday morning, and it was just alright. The Goodwill Bins, also called the Goodwill Outlet, is a huge warehouse where Goodwill deposits all of the straggled bits of clothing and tech and media that never sold in any of the other Goodwill stores, and now this warehouse makes for the last stop they will make before the dump. I woke up at 4am to get a couple hours of writing done, and then I made it to the bins just as the doors were opening, and I found that the man with the powdered hair was already walking the aisles with his hands behind his back, talking to people. The most trafficked part of the warehouse is the very back, and that is where there are three rows of bins full of media and electronics and random valuables. There's cigar boxes and skateboards. It seems like every 10 days there's a new batch of diabetic testing strips and lancets, which I guess means that somebody doesn't need these things anymore, wherever they're going. It was in these last three aisles where I once found a prosthetic leg. It was expensive and flesh-colored, and it had the name Maria written in Sharpie near the groin, with hearts. Since movies are what I know best, second to books, I started reselling on eBay with a focus on the $1 DVDs that are sold at Salvation Army and Goodwill, imagining that since I knew movie history so well, I would know what, what are the kinds of movies that people want to buy and what are the kinds of movies that they don't. But what I learned is that over the first four disastrous weeks of reselling things on eBay is that there's almost no single movie that generates more than one or two dollars profit for a reseller. Occasionally now I'll go on the eBay app and I'll scroll through DVDs that have sold in the United States states for $10 or more in the past 90 days. It's always police procedurals from the UK, the third season of some show you've never heard about. I will say many titles of anime get pretty expensive on DVD. You're not supposed to sell porn on eBay, but if you look at the VHS tapes being sold for the highest prices on the website, you'll find that pretty much all of it is gay porn from the 80s. Every now and then a copy of Transformers will sell for $9,999, and the only reason I think it's probably not some kind of money laundering scheme is because surely it is way too obviously some kind of money laundering scheme. But at the bins this morning, I came across two seasons of The X-Files on DVD, and they were in great condition. They were right there staring at me, so I pulled up the eBay app, and I saw that they were both selling for almost $20 a piece. So I put them in my shopping tote, and then I was approached, as always, by the man with the powdered hair, who moseyed over, and he leaned on the bin at a muscled angle, flexing, and he clicked his tongue to get my attention, and then he gave this sympathetic wince. DVDs don't sell on eBay. And then he shrugged, and he started turning away. I try telling people, but... And then he shrugged again, and he winced again. That's just me. Just what I'm trying to tell them. Nobody listens. That's fine. Nobody listens. I also found a first edition hardcover of The Letters of F. Scott Fitzgerald from the 1960s, edited by Andrew Turnbull, so I grabbed that without looking it up. I'm thinking it would certainly be worth $20 or $40 at least. Turns out I was pretty optimistic and ended up selling it for about 18 I found a 12-disc set of Rolling Stones singles, found a couple of brand-named heavy hoodies, bought it all, got home, listed everything on eBay, and both seasons of The X-Files sold within 24 hours for $17 and $20 respectively. 
Each one cost me $1.50 at the bins. The Rolling Stones collection cost $3 because it was so many discs in one package, and it ultimately ended up selling for $25. I had sold a book about Charles Manson on, on the platform, but once the buyer sent me the money, I couldn't find it in my apartment. The book was called Manson in His Own Words. I sent a message to the buyer after three days of looking, and I apologized for the delay, and I asked if he wanted a refund, but he wrote back promptly, and he said things like no, and please, and I just really want that book. So I told him okay, I'd keep looking, and then I did. I kept on looking. Turns out the book was not in my apartment, it was in my car. I sighed when I found it, I pulled out my phone on the spot, and I drafted a message to the buyer saying, Dear Maniac, Kidding. That's a joke. Kidding. Joking. At the Salvation Army later that day, I found an early minimalist DVD copy of Evil Dead 2. I bought it for a dollar, and a few days later it sold on eBay for eight, plus shipping. While I was handling that package, I realized that the DVD commentary track for Evil Dead 2 might be the first that I ever listened to. That was early in high school on a rainy afternoon at home. Classes were canceled because there was a hurricane coming, and Miami-Dade County had declared a state of emergency, but right at the last minute, the storm had skewed off track, and I just got to stay home that day and watch Evil Dead 2. I remember I did feel lonely doing it, though, so I played it with the director's commentary because it made me feel that I was watching it with a group of people, and by happenstance, I ended up learning a lot about how that movie was made and why it was made that way. I mentioned all of these things in a small, handwritten note, only about six pages, that I slipped into the package when I sold this DVD to someone named Cameron, who lives on a college campus in the Midwest. It is one of the laws of the store that I own on eBay. If you buy something from it, I will insert a note in which I tell you about myself. It's not the most conventional or effective way of making friends, but it is pretty thrifty. You've been listening to the Thousand Movie Project podcast. All episodes for the month of April will be renditions of scripts that are available on thousandmovieproject.com. If you'd like to support the show, you could do so by leaving either a starred review on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, wherever it is that you get your podcasts. As always, thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.